Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. You are such a blessing to your children, to your families. On behalf of Kakako Christian Fellowship, we want to say thank you, moms, for all you do, for all that you are. We want to honor you this morning. We have a, a little gift for each one of you moms. Can we have all the moms stand up? And uh, we're going to have the ushers pass out a, a little gift for you. And can we have the rest of the church give them a big round of applause? Thank you, moms. I want to thank my wife, Vanessa, for being a wonderful, beautiful mom and wife. We've been married 15 years now, and she loves the Lord. Uh, she loves her family, and she loves everyone she comes in contact with, with the heart of God. And she really is an example to me of what a Proverbs 31 woman looks like. We're going to be talking about Proverbs 31 in just a little bit. So if you have a Bible, you can get ready to open up to Proverbs chapter 31. You know, sometimes being a mom isn't easy. So my wife tells me. <laughs> well, actually, let me rephrase that. It's never easy being a mom, is it? It can be a tireless, thankless job. And moms, we know that uh, it's very easy with everything going on in our fast-paced culture and our lives uh, for it to be overwhelming sometimes. And I wouldn't be shame. I wouldn't feel odd to be able to, if you were a mom today, and say, you know what, yeah, it is overwhelming. I know as a dad, it is. And so uh, we throw both hands up and say, yes, it's not an easy job. And we would love it for the church to be able this to be a place where you come and you feel refreshed, get ignited with faith, enthusiasm, energy, spiritual power, everything God has for you to accomplish the mission God has called you to be a great mom. You are making a huge difference in the lives of your children, in the lives of your family, moms. You are. Don't believe the lives of the enemy for a second who will whisper and try to tell you, oh, you're not good at this, you're not good, you failed here, you failed that. Let's leave all that. Let's believe what Jesus believes about us, that he's forgiven us, that he's empowered us with his spirit, and he loves us, and we're filled, and we live by grace. Amen? Amen. Well, I came across a great article recently. It's called... 25 things good moms do without even realizing it. For the sake of time, I'm just going to read off my favorite 15. Okay, here's my favorite 15 things from this article. Number one, hugged, kissed, rubbed the back of, or high-fived your children. Two, correctly interpreted whether your baby's cry meant, I'm hungry, I'm tired, or I need a diaper change, or I don't know what I need, but I know I need something. Number three, Told your kids, I'm proud of you, or you did a great job, or way to go. Number four, remember, remember to schedule the teeth cleaning. <laughs> That's a big one. Number five, drove your musician to a lesson, your athlete to a practice, your preschooler to a play date, or your tween to a hangout with friends. Number six, attended your child's concert or game, or meet, or tournament, or program, or recital. 
Number seven, listened and comforted your kids. Comforted is equivalent to any of the following. Made murmuring sympathetic noises. Held them on your lap. Paced the floor with your child in your arms. Bought your stressed out teen some ice cream, even though it wasn't on sale. (laughs) Number eight, held on to that mystery plastic thingy you found on the kitchen floor in case someone needed it someday, even though you had no idea what it was. Been there. (laughs) And then produced it two hours later when your daughter said, Mom, I'm missing that thingy that keeps my water bottle from leaking. Do you know where it is? And you give it to her. Number nine, made lunch. Now, made is equivalent to any of the following. Prepared, (laughs) bought, stocked a refrigerator with supplies for. Number 10, served a green vegetable for dinner. Number 11, served dinner. Number 12, told your children you loved them. Number 13, prayed with your kids. Number 14, thanked God for them. Number 15, never stopped believing in them. So that's my favorite 15. You know, I want to let you moms know that you are doing a great job. You are doing the hard work. None of us are perfect. No mom out there is perfect. But God gives us an example to strive for. And this is a Proverbs 31 woman. Now, if you have a Bible, you can go ahead and turn to that spot in your Bible. Now, Proverbs 31 woman is not a real person, okay? (laughs) This is not a person who lived. This was um, a fictitious person. Um, Some believe that King Solomon was talking about his mom. Not quite sure, though. Proverbs 31 is uh, referred to as the wife of noble character many times. It can also be referred to as the virtuous woman. So let's go ahead and read through these verses. There's 22 different verses that we're going to read through. And take a look at the different virtues that the Proverbs 31 woman is about. And not just for moms, but really for all of the women here. And I would say, as we read to them, you're going to notice, yeah, I see that in myself. Or, you know what? Yeah, not quite. That's okay. Not everyone's going to have every single characteristic. We're like a diamond, a beautiful diamond. We have lots of different facets in the body of Christ. And as a woman, as a mom, we make up lots of different, you make up lots of different of these facets to make a beautiful diamond. Okay? And so, may the Lord speak to you, moms about this woman and the quality she has. May she encourage you, maybe stir up some ideas, and do some good things in you that along your journey into becoming and continuing on being a Proverbs 31 woman, you be inspired, okay? So let's start at verse 10. Chapter 31, verse 10. Starts like this. A wife of noble character who can find it. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. 
So we already see a word. So guys, we're not left out here. You know, we see here, if you have a wife of noble character, thank God for her. Your wife is precious. Your wife is a blessing. She blesses you in so many different ways. And women of noble character, that's all of you who are sitting here today, you are more valuable than any ruby or diamond or precious stone or gold in the world. That's what the scriptures are saying about you. That's what God is saying about you. And so many times as a husband, I can forget to tell my wife. (laughs) I can really almost take my wife for granted. And the Lord is, as I read through these verses, saying, no, Max, you have to love her, appreciate her. Look how precious she is. So, so many times, even though the world will kind of beat you down or tell you, oh, you're not doing a great job, don't believe it for a second, moms, and don't ever let that determine your value. Believe what God believes about you. God has determined your value, and he says that you are so, so precious, so, so valuable. Look at the last part of verse 12. It says, she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. And in Hebrew, the word all, it's very special meaning there. It means all. <laughs> and every single day, you're going to be blessed by your wife. And she is a Proverbs 31 woman, a woman of virtue. It's going to be all the way to the end of your days. When you're old and gray, however many days God has given you together, may they be many. Amen. The goodness of a wife of noble character is meant to last all the days of your life. Love on your wife, husbands. Moving on to verse 13. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She wakes up early. She provides food for her family. And portions for her female servants, like everybody in her house. She's going to make sure it's fed. And, you know, when I read this passage, I started to think back to my own mom. And my mom's name was Kathy. And, uh, you know, I am so, I think about my mom. I love her. She passed away about six and a half years ago now. And, you know, everyone in our family misses her so much. I miss her so much. And I think back with so many good memories. My mom's story is a little bit unique. She didn't grow up as a Christian. They went to church, and they were family was sort of religious at the Korean Christian church. But they, as soon as they became adults, they just went their own ways, and they never came back to church, which happens, unfortunately, so many times with our youth. So sad. Anyway, my mom went off. She never really had a relationship with Jesus. Until my brother got saved, I got saved, we started talking to my mom about Jesus, and my mom was very, very, all religions lead to God kind of a thing, and, you know, we we just have to be good people, and we started just praying for her and loving on her, and it was so cool to see at the end of her life to say, I trust in Jesus, to be able to say, you know what? 
as she was at the very, very end of her life, to be able to say, Max, I'm so excited. I'm going to run to Jesus now. Just let me go. I'm going to go run into Jesus' arms. Isn't that awesome to be able to... So even though she's gone, we miss her, but we know where she's at. She's having the best Mother's Day ever right now, okay? It's an awesome day for her. But I started thinking about... As I look at these verses, you know, she gets up while still night, provides food for her family. I'm thinking, that was my mom, right? Like so many of you moms out there. When we were growing up, we had, I have two younger brothers, and so we had always had friends over. And my mom was like the auntie of all the teams. And we would have like, you know, tons of friends always sleeping over every single weekend. Me or my brother, brothers had like a group coming over. Could you imagine? And so we would have like eight boys, right, over. We stay up late. We mess up the house. And then we were waking up and we're hungry, right? What does she have to do? She has to run to the store, grab how many packs of bacon, <laughs> all kinds of food, how many eggs, and she's over there waking up early and she's making us a huge feast when we wake up. And my friends loved my mom, Auntie Kathy. And she made sure everybody had more than enough. And she was a single mom. She worked really hard to raise us boys. You know, she made sure we had food. She made sure we had clothes, sports, fees, everything that we needed. And, you know, uh, I'll show you a picture of my mom. This is my mom. And this is, <laughs> I found this picture. Vanessa gave me this picture a few weeks ago. I don't know where she found it. And I remembered it, but I hadn't seen it in years. And I'm, I'm like, wow, this is such a perfect, perfect picture. I love this picture. This is my sixth grade graduation at Ina Heine Elementary School. Woohoo, Jaguars! <laughs> Look at me in my white clothes, white <laughs> shoes. I remember those shoes had like all kinds of stuff on it, and you get the white cleaner, you know, that shoe polish. Ooh, I put all the white cleaner all over my shoes, looking spiffy. And I just love this picture because I look at my mom's expression, and she just looks so happy and so proud. And I know as a parent, you know, that those are really amazing times. And we love our kids. And my mom, I think about her, she was... Proverbs 31, woman. You know, at that graduation, we sang, remember that song, Wind Beneath My Wings? <laughs> if you're under the age of 30, you probably don't know that song. <laughs> and I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> but I remember singing it, and I meant it. I really meant it. I was singing it to my mom. That's an emotional song, you know? <laughs> if you've seen the movie Beaches... I saw that on VCR. So, I mean, I was singing it to my mom. And I meant every word when we were singing it. You know, I praise God for my mom. that She was able to, maybe for the most of her life, not really walk with the Lord. But towards the end, she showed me how to live right and finish right finish strong, running into the arms of Jesus. Anyway, let's move on before I start crying. Okay, verse 26. says, she considers a field and buys it. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work 
vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. Verse 20, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. A Proverbs 31 woman is a woman who works hard. She's a woman of action. I almost think of a business-minded woman, a businesswoman. But although she's successful in her endeavors, she doesn't look down on those who are poor. Like so many times when you reach a certain level of success, you know, you're kind of, oh, well, they'll take care of themselves. No, this is Proverbs 31 woman's reaching out. She's stretching her hand out and helping those who need help, helping the needy. Her heart is in the right place. She has a heart that is tender, a heart that is compassionate to those who need help. Verse 21 says, When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. Okay, what does this mean? So the virtuous woman prepares ahead, right? She is someone like a Barry Fong, is ready for any kind of emergency. She's ready. Barry has the cleanest car. You look in the back, you open it up. It's like any kind of natural disaster, he will be ready for it in five minutes. But, you know, a Proverbs 31 woman is ready. She's never caught off guard. Something might happen. Something always will happen. She's going to be there to be able to take care of her family's Physically, but also spiritually. She clothes her family with the right clothes, but she's also clothing her family spiritually. She's helping clothe her family in Christ. What does that mean? It means that she's helping her family to know who Jesus is. It's her main mission, really. She's helping her family to listen to the voice of God. Kids, how do we learn how to hear the voice of God together? She's teaching her family how to read the Bible, the importance of it, modeling that. She's also teaching them how to pray. And a Proverbs 31 woman always takes seriously her role on teaching her children how to pray, but also praying for her children, making sure that she lifts up her children in prayers on a daily basis. You know, the prayers of our moms... The prayers of a mom have been so important in so many of our lives. I'm sure there are so many people who are sitting here who know Jesus, thanks to the prayers of our mom. It's amazing. And I think for so many people throughout the centuries, they have come to faith in Christ because God has honored the prayer of a mom, saying, my son, my daughter is a wayward son or daughter. Lord, bring them back. Help them to know you. So if you're a mom who's here today, don't stop praying for your children. Amen? Don't give up. Keep praying. Take time to intercede on their behalf on a daily basis. Pray in faith. Pray with your children. It doesn't have to be long, drawn-out prayers. In fact, my kids don't like that. They, of course, no kid does. Just take a little time to be able to pray with them. Pray right there on the spot when something comes up. Good. Thank the Lord together. When something's hard, challenged, bad, 
lift it up to the Lord together. It can be a two-second prayer. Amen? Okay. So as you, have, as you follow Jesus, don't fear. Pray in faith, moms, that God will hear your prayers, and he's going to move mountains, and he's going to do powerful things through your prayers. Verse 22. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchant with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction. Another translation can say, kindness is on her tongue. So, Proverbs 31 woman, a woman of virtues, clothed or covered with or dressed in strength, dignity, wisdom, faithful instruction, kindness. She is someone who is an influencer. She's an influencer. People want to be around people with these characteristics, right? Nobody wants to be around people who are not filled with faith. They're kind of always grumbling and murmuring. No, people love to be around somebody who is there with wisdom, kindness, faithful instruction. It's refreshing to be around these people. And a Proverbs 31 woman will be respected and be an influencer to the people around her at her workplace, to the people around her in her family, to the circle of friends she has, in her church. And I like how it says here in verse 23, her husband will be respected as well. Why? Because they're a team that works hand in hand, and they model these things for each other. And, you know, iron sharpens iron, and they can be able to share, you know what, we're going to go full on together for our Lord as a positive influence as a godly influence to every single place of influence God has given us. They're both leaders who are going to influence the world around them. Verse 27. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. I like that one. And that's a lot of times you'll hear this when you talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. I was thinking about our family with Vanessa and I know that our three children, Miley, Sky, and Cruz, I know that that's also, is that the Bible? That's, at least it's the Bible. <laughs> I like that guy's voice. So our children, Miley, Sky, and Cruz, they are uh, children who, when they see my wife, when they see Vanessa, they know that she believes in Jesus. Number one, right? She, they know that. But they also know that she fears the Lord. What does that mean? She respects him. She honors him. And she puts God, she puts Jesus in the right place. 
you know, they see her waking up early, reading the scriptures. They see her taking time to pray. Recently, I'm bragging on my wife a little bit. I just call you, I like, you know, at Kamaki Christian School where she works as a teacher, she teaches the Bible there. And she just helped like five kids uh, be able to choose to get baptized. So they're get, they just got baptized on Friday. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And so um, God is really moving in her life, using her. When my children arise, they praise her. They, they love her. They respect her. Of course, they get all irritated with her and her dad and their dad. And none of us are perfect. We're just trying our best to follow Jesus. But when I see my wife, too, I'm in love with her, and I know that she's beautiful. She's a beautiful person on the outside, but she's so beautiful on the inside, too. Why? Because I know her heart is fully committed to Jesus Christ. She's fully committed. She loves him more than she loves me. (laughs) And she's wanting to do the right thing, to honor God in everything she does. And when she does that, gets the first things first, like has that love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength down, when she's committed to that, she can love her neighbor as herself. She can love her husband as herself. She can love her children as herself. She can love her students as herself, right? In his strength and in his power. But, you know, my wife is not the only one. In this church, I look out and I think of you, So many of you, and I'm like, they're amazing. We have amazing women in this church. We have amazing moms in this church, amen? We really do. We have such amazing people here. And I wanted to brag or have a few people come on up and just talk about how either their wife, who's a mom, or their mom has been such a blessing to them and modeled that Proverbs 31 lifestyle uh, so right now I'm just going to have uh, Tyson Matsueta. Can we welcome Tyson to come on up? He's just going to share a little bit. And I love for us to be able to hear each other's stories, to be able to hear how God has uh, used one another, and especially as married couples. You know, thank you, Tyson, for being willing to testify. Uh, Key, first of all, uh, who is your wife, and how long have you been married, for those of us who might not know you guys? Um, my wife is Jeanette, and I have no idea where she's sitting. Right up here. There she is. She's shy. Oh, there she is. There she is. All right. Yeah. And how long have you been married, and how many children do you have? Oh, we've been married for... <laughs> <laughs> Ever since 2005. <laughs> and just say Happy Mother's Day to her. Happy Mother's Day, honey. <laughs> We have two. We have two daughters. Yes, yeah. um, they're in children's right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, recently Jeanette has taken over uh, lead, leadership of the children's ministry, which has really been really great and a lot more work on for all of you guys and stuff serving the Lord. But uh, can you share just with with all of us here today? Um, how has your wife uh, been a Proverbs thirty one woman in your opinion? Well, um, she's always you know. Um, Worrying about like how the house is and the, um, if they're getting taken care of, and so she just really um, tirelessly cleans, cleans, washes, cleans, and she's just trying to make a house that's really 
um, a beautiful house where you know she can raise her kids. Um, also, uh, always making sure that our meals and she cooks and cooks and cooks. All this healthy, albeit a little bit too healthy food, but um, you know she's keeping all of her blood pressure low and her cholesterol low as well. Um, but no, most importantly, like. Um, you know, what I've noticed is that, you know, she's really always seeking after God. Mm. Uh, she wakes up really early in the morning, and she does her devotions. She prays. And how do I know this? Because, you know, when she fires a scripture that's really inspiring, she's got to wake me up and let me know it for something in the morning. <laughs> and um, I don't know that's what awesome. scripture that is, though, because I'm just doing my good husbandly thing going, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. Um, but um, also um, what uh, really stood out was when, when we're doing this whole campaign thing, mm. Um, the one thing that we're going through is, you know, uh, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and walk with it. And uh, one thing that I've, you know, um, especially during this season, is uh, when she was asked to be a servant leader at Children's. Um, you know, she was kind of like wondering, oh, she was asked to do it, and she was kind of wondering, oh, should I do it? Should I not? And a lot of it, she was just, you know, truly trying to hear what God was trying to say. And if it was her, what, what, she wants what her wants are um what maybe what she wanted to do versus what god wanted to do and really clarifying and distinguishing what was what voice was that and then after that putting all of her needs wants fears aside and just going okay shoots i'm all in and um you know as we're going through now you know she's really carrying her cross through all the struggles mm. of that um and just trying to follow him not easy Especially to be in leadership and trying something new. So thank you for bragging about your wife, who is a great wife and has a great mom. And uh, you're a great husband. But uh, would you do a quick prayer for Jeanette? Yeah. Dear Father, God, thank you so much, Father, for my wife and mother of my children, Lord God. Just thank you, Father, so much for blessing us with her, Lord God, and um, even though the, the kids are, uh, do not realize what kind of mother they have, Lord, um, I just pray, Lord, that you continue to um, bless Jeanette, Lord God, and have her to be that uh, godly influence upon their lives and upon my life as well, Father. Uh, just pray, Lord, that you just continue to give her the energy, Lord God, and uh, just restore um, all the energy that she puts into it, Lord God, and give her that joy and that peace as she is making those decisions for her family, Lord God, as well as taking care of her. Thank you, much. Amen. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Double mic. Okay, um, I'm going to welcome uh, Isaac Fong up. Is I, there he is. Hey, all right. Isaac, got to know him a little bit better going to man camp uh, recently. Thank you, Isaac, for being here, testifying about your mom. So uh, we know that um, uh, you love your mom so much, and we. I think um, there was a... There was like a slideshow of her last week, so we're really bragging about Amy and Barry, but uh, how is your mom uh, the virtuous woman that you see in Proverbs 31? Yeah, so um, like reading through Proverbs 31, it was hard to pick out exactly um, what I wanted to talk about since she checks off so many of those things in that list, and um, Pastor Max kind of limited me to one or two. Um, (laughs) So... One of the main things I think that stood out to me was um, when the verse said that um, like a virtuous woman, um, like a, or her husband can trust her and she enriches his life. Um, but I think my mom like one-ups that and she enriches 
my life and my, my siblings' lives and um, all the other people's um, that she comes in contact to, um, whether that be through like teaching um, me and my siblings to like stay committed to our word or um, um, to the things that we say we're going to do, whether it be sports or um, like clubs or just anything we say we're going to do. Um, and yeah, my mom, um, uh, she, she leads by example. Um, she teaches us to be kind um, and to think about others more. Um, and she models these things all herself um, by, like, I know she comes home from work and she's tired, um, and, but she still cooks for us and cleans. Um, and, um, yeah, she just puts everyone, everyone else first before herself. Um, like when she goes to Thailand, my, her and my dad, um, she reaches her hands out to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Mm. Um, but I think the most important thing um, that she does to uh, enrich our lives is how she always points us back to Jesus in the end. Um, she, uh, like whether it be through the, the, the really good times in our lives, um, she teaches us to, um, that, that God is the one that, that put us there and um, that sent us to those really, those mountaintops. Um, or when we're at the bottom of our, of our when we're at, in our valleys, um, that uh, God is still with us and that um, he will get through it with us. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, awesome. could, I, could, I could keep going on and on <laughs> yeah. and on. But, uh, That's great. That's great. That's awesome. So you have how many siblings? Uh, so I have two siblings, a uh, brother and a sister. My brother's over there and my sister goes to a different church. All three of them just love the Lord. Awesome people. Got to know Zach a little bit at the man camp too. So hey, would you be able to pray for your mom right now? Yeah, sure. Uh, dear God, thank you for my mom uh, so much and for uh, the woman that you have made her to be and for blessing uh, me and my brother and sister and my dad and um, all her friends and family and just everybody that she comes in contact with. Um, thank you for the woman that you have made her to be and um, for um, showing us a little bit more of, of your love for us by how she loves us. Um, bless her today and all the, the, the rest of her days and all the other moms in here um, and help us as children and as husbands um, to show our appreciation for our mothers and um, to let them know that, that, that we appreciate them and, and love them so much. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And last but not least, uh, we have Rena or Joy Takasuka. And uh, Joy, uh, she is, what grade are you in at HBA, Joy? Junior, she has one more year before she heads off to college. So uh, she wants to um, just give testimony. Um, she's uh, awesome. Thank you for being willing to do this. Uh, and her mom is Claudine. Where is Claudine? Is Claudine here? Is she here? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's right there. Okay. All right. So, Joy, um, as you were kind of reflecting on the chapter, what, what really stood out to you about your mom? Um. So there's this part where she was, or the verse says, like, she's worth more than rubies. And um, for me, it's like the little things that we do together, like drives home um, from school or when she waits for me, when I go tutor my little ones or when I have French horn lessons. She's always in the car waiting and she's always reading her Bible and she's always very uh, patient with me. And whether we're eating butter cake at CPK or... <laughs> or um, watching Law and Order Special Victims Unit at home. <laughs> um, every day I spend with her is 
made better because of her. And how many siblings do you have? I have two siblings. And what are their ages? Are Kellen is almost nineteen. Uh, MJ is almost fifteen. You have the middle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing about your mom. Would you be able to pray a blessing over her? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my mom. I pray that you bless her abundantly through all the trials of life and that you walk with her every step of the way. I pray that you grow, uh, you help her growth with you every day, Lord, and that you help her through everything. I thank you so much for all she has taught us and all she will continue to teach us and the love she has shown to everyone around her. I pray blessings over her and that she just continues to be who she is, Lord, in her strength and that she always knows that she is worth it and precious to everyone around her. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. That's the whole message right there, isn't it? I love that. Thank you so much for being willing to share, you guys. There's nothing more powerful than a testimony. and uh, There could be 100 testimonies in here today. Amen. So many of you, and I wish we could have time to be able to hear that. That's what I guess, you know, we can talk about that as we meet throughout the week, small groups, um, and just conversations we have with each other. Just continue to talk, talk up your wife, talk up your mom, be able to honor them and bless them. Ask God for specific ways where you can go ahead and just really honor them. Okay, so... Today, you might be excited, you might be inspired to continue on in your journey um, as a Proverbs 31 woman. You might be thinking of new ways, wow, yeah, I want to cultivate this kind of character in my life. And remember, it's all a journey. It's like we are a work in progress, each one of us. And there might be some of you who are here today feeling the exact opposite. You might feel overwhelmed. This might be terrible for you. You might be like, oh, see, I can't do all this stuff. I feel like a failure. I'm messing up in this area and that area. And I can be tempted to believe that as a dad a lot of times. But I just have to reject that voice of the enemy and believe what the Lord thinks about me. You know, John 10.10 10 says, the thief, the devil comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I, Jesus said, have come to give life, and life in abundance. God wants to give you his best future, his best plan for your lives. And he doesn't want you to believe the lies of the enemy. You know, God has a plan for you, mom. God has a plan for you, for your life. God has a plan for your family's life. God knows, he, want, he wants you to know that he believes you're a great mom. No, you're not perfect. No, you've messed up. Yes, we all do. None of us are perfect except for Jesus. But yes to God's grace in our lives. Amen? Yes to God's grace. You are a godly mom who is under grace. You are a godly mom who lives under grace. You've been saved by God's grace, and you have to continually, day by day, almost minute by minute, remind yourself that you're completely covered or clothed in God's grace. You know, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says, It is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. 
It is the gift of God, not by works, not by anything we can do good, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So moms, live out of God's grace instead of your own power. Let me repeat that again. Live out of God's grace instead of your own power. Live a life of faith. Don't give up. Keep following Jesus and watch God do amazing things in your heart. Watch God do amazing things in the life of your family. You are God's handiwork, Ephesians chapter 2 says. That means you, moms, are God's masterpiece. You're the work of his hands. He's the master artist, and you are his masterpiece. And just like when he created Eve in the Garden of Eden, he created you for a beautiful purpose, for a beautiful destiny. And he wants you to live a life that brings glory to his name, to bring, that brings glory to his heart. Just like, remember my mom's face? She's looking down on her son, one of her sons. She's so proud. Same thing, God's just looking down on you. Say, Mom, you're doing a great job. I love you. You're my daughter. You're doing an awesome job. I want to bless you. So, Proverbs 31, women of KCF. We should have some kind of women's ministry like that. You are a beautiful work of art. You are God's masterpiece. And God has some beautiful work prepared in advance for you to do. What is that work? And the question goes out to all of us, no matter who we are today. What is the work God has prepared in advance for us to do that would bring glory to his name? Galatians 6.9 says, Don't get weary in well-doing, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Don't give up. And I believe in the next season at this church here at Kakako Christian Fellowship, we're going to see... God do some amazing things. You know, I hope that you've been having a good small group experience and you're not a fan of small groups. You know, I've really been challenged. I don't know about you, but I've been challenged, really challenged to follow the Lord in a deeper way. Now, I'm going to call the worship team up as we close. I keep hearing that scripture from Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Says, then he said to them all, Jesus said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, just like Tyson was talking about, deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. It's my prayer that we as a church would take up our cross, the cross of Jesus Christ, and we would give him the rightful position in our lives. We would fear the Lord together. Whether you're a mom here, or a woman, or a man, dad, whoever you are, you would fear the Lord, and you would let the virtue, all these characteristics that we see in this woman, that you would let the, those virtues come and invade your life. Because they're really virtues of Jesus Christ. You know, Galatians... Chapter 3, verse 27 says, For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. 
We're having baptism next week. If you've never been baptized, now is the time. If you believe in Jesus, the next step is to be baptized. But if you believe in Jesus Christ and you identify yourself as a follower of Jesus, you have been clothed with Christ. That means all of the virtues that you can't have on your own, none of us can, will be clothed upon you. His characteristics, his character, his forgiveness, his unconditional love, his hope. Would you like to be clothed in Christ, church? Moms, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you so much for living the life. We honor you today. We bless you today. We thank you today for showing us the way. Let's together as a church rise up. Let's go ahead and pray. Would you stand with me? This has been a a great start to a Mother's Day. I know you have a lot of things coming up as you leave. Maybe a lunch, maybe a dinner today. Would you encourage those moms in your life? Would you honor them today? Go the extra mile. Moms, we want to equip you, continue to equip you and bless you. There's a supernatural power and a supernatural strength when you say yes to Jesus, when you say yes to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you an opportunity now, not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. If that's you, Mom, would you just open up your hands to the Lord just as a sign that you're ready to receive today? Whatever it is the Lord wants to give you. We gave you a gift of a rose. The Lord wants to give you way more than a rose. He's going to give you supernatural power. Lord God, we just say thank you, Jesus, that you are the one who paid with your life on the cross so that we could live, we could truly find life, and we could bring glory to the Father. We thank you, Lord, that it's not in our own strength, not in our own power, not in our own works, Lord, but by what Jesus has done for us on the cross, by your grace. So right now, I just pray that every single mom here, every single woman here would be identified in your grace. They would just call out to you say, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you, it's not about me, but it's about Jesus. I receive your grace this morning. I receive your forgiveness this morning. I receive your hope. I receive your creativity. I receive your persistence. I receive all the fruit of the Holy Spirit right now, Holy Spirit. We just pray for our moms, Lord. We pray for our women. We say thank you for them, Lord. We see the Proverbs 31 lifestyle. So many lives in this church, Lord. I just say thank you so much. Equip them, bless them today. In Jesus' name, amen.